0: Do you ever find yourself making excuses like, I didn't have time, I had to do errands, I got busy and forgot? Your Mindful Life Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Mary Slocum, and today we're investigating the practice of diligence and how it can not only help us get things done, like, for example, our daily meditation, but also how it is about opening to our natural joy and how cultivating a joyful attitude toward what needs to get done helps us complete our tasks and makes us feel good. We all make excuses to others and ourselves. When it comes to meditation practice, most people forget about it after a while. Sometimes once the novelty and excitement wears off, their practice peters out too. Or sometimes the resisting mind wins, that mind that doesn't really want to work to create a new habit. It's a kind of subtle laziness that wins out. We know that the mind loves patterns and habits, and it loves not to change them, but to keep them just as they are. This is where diligence comes in. Diligence helps us to overcome these mind habits. Through our meditation practice, as we get to know our minds, we learn all its little tricks for staying the status quo. The penchant for not persevering, not making an effort, or not exerting ourselves is a form of laziness. Laziness of spirit, laziness of energy. Laziness of slacking off and laziness of just not doing it. To be mindful, to live our lives mindfully, we must be diligent, not in that kind of I have to do this way, but in a joyful acceptance and endeavor to practice. When we are wholeheartedly committed to our practice, it's much easier to practice. And when we practice regularly, we find that we're more mindful, more at peace, and more grateful throughout the day. All the excuses we have why we don't practice or why we forget to practice are simply distractions. And we know when we are distracted, we're not aware of our moment-to-moment experience. Rather, our minds are somewhere else worrying about what comes next, or bogged down in what happened in the past, or even simply zoned out in space. Cultivating diligence or joyful effort, then, is something wholeheartedly worthwhile, Diligence protects us from laziness. It protects us from idleness. Often idleness comes with the attitude of, I don't feel like doing this right now, as we slump over our phones or mindlessly scroll through our social media. It also protects us from forming negative habits. Maybe we find ourselves putting things off. I'll meditate tomorrow. And then we find ourselves saying inwardly when it's time to meditate, oh, I'll meditate tomorrow when actually the time to meditate is right now. It also protects us from defeatism that manifests most often as putting ourselves down. We might be saying inwardly, I'm not any good at this, so why even make the effort? This is simply mind chatter that goes round and round, and we can see it when we're mindful. Diligence also helps us to bring the fruits of our practice into everyday life. Mindfulness is not a miracle. There's no stroke of lightning that catapults us into a new beingness. When we keep on practicing bringing mindfulness and loving kindness into our daily lives, we realize that we are more easily present. We more easily make good use of our time. We more easily express gratitude naturally and act with loving kindness and compassion through a myriad of tiny and sometimes not so tiny acts throughout the day. The thing is, though, that no one is keeping score, least ourselves. We don't accumulate points or receive stars for our efforts. What we receive is freedom And we know that because everything changes, the freedom we feel may change to laziness, meanness, or emotional turmoil. It may even change into somberness and suffering if we don't practice every day. So we take every opportunity that presents itself to protect ourselves and others from harm, mental, emotional. And physical harm. How do we get going with diligence? We simply look to the mind. What is that thought passing through? Does it serve us or not? Is it an excuse for not practicing today? Is it a worry about something that's not even here right now? Is it a trigger carrying us down the rabbit hole? Of emotional distress? Or is it the sensation of numbness or lethargy? What's passing through the mind right now? Can we sit with the thought or sensation as it goes by without giving into it? Can we ask the little question, what's happening now? And be with whatever is happening and then let it go? Or... Do we cling to what's happening or do we push what's happening away? If what's happening is, I don't feel like it or I'm feeling kind of lazy, do we just let that take control? Can we calm and center the mind now? Sure we can. We can sit in our meditation practice, simply being aware of the sensations of the breath. We know this is always our starting point, one that we can come back to time and time again. In our Western culture, we often equate diligence with working hard and finishing what we have set out to do. This is helpful and serves us in our life. I remember as a little girl being a bluebird and reciting the bluebird wish at the beginning of every meeting. The wish included the phrase, to remember to finish what I begin. I will never forget this. This aspect of diligence, this stick to itness, is what we most immediately equate with diligence. It helps us over the rough patches when we feel like what we are doing may not be making a difference in our or others' lives. It helps us over those periods of confusion when we're not sure what we're doing will make any difference at all. It helps us over those times when we simply feel like zoning out and not being present at all. And then there's something more. Diligence, as we know, is also called joyful effort. This sense of joy makes a tremendous difference If we approach doing what we're doing merely as a task to be completed, we may miss the joy, that feeling of peace and contentment in what we're doing, because we're so tied up in getting it done. I need to get this done right now. So making space for joy can change our experience of doing what we're doing. This joyful effort creates a sense of well-being in us. So when we bring joyful effort to our mindfulness practice, we are also creating our own well-being. Then we bring joyful effort to all our endeavors that not only help others create a sense of well-being, but create a sense of well-being for ourselves too. Because we know that our attitudes and the energy that we put out there in the world is contagious and that others feel it too it's telling that the very first line of the bluebird wish is to have fun. Yes, fun. Joyful effort is fun. Nowhere, anywhere does it say that diligence has to be somber. It has to be serious. It has to be hard. When we bring vitality to our effort, We create more energy, enliven our creativity, and exude effervescence, which we know is catching. Joy creates spaciousness in our minds and opens us to the goodness of our endeavors and to life. Interestingly, our meditation practice itself is a vehicle to experiencing joyful effort. When we clear the mind of grasping, aversion, and ignorance, we create space for our natural joy to manifest and blossom. One thing we can be sure of is this. When we bring the attitude of joy to our work, our tasks, and to what needs to get done. It changes the very experience of doing the work and making the effort. Even the simple change of smiling rather than frowning can bring out our inner joy. We all know that facial expressions signal our inner mind states Of course we do. This is why we plaster smiley faces on our posts, emails, and texts. Smiley faces are a good thing. Real smiling faces are even better. When we have a task in front of us, taking a moment to envision what goodness completing the task will bring us is the way to opening our natural joy and applying our effort. For example, when the thought, I don't feel like meditating today, or the thought, I'm too busy to meditate today comes, imagine how it feels once you have meditated and open your joy to that. Smile and then sit down and meditate. Or maybe it's a project at work that you've been putting off Take a moment and feel how it will feel when the project is done and done well. Feel the sense of satisfaction and joy that will come. Let a big smile come to your face and then sit down and get to work. If you're finding something difficult, that's okay. Acknowledge it, but don't use it as an excuse not to do it. Imagine how it will feel when it's done. Feel that joy in the present moment and then do it. If you feel your diligence lagging, pause and once again enliven your natural joy by imagining how good it will feel when whatever it is you're doing is completed. Let a smile meet that feeling of goodness By actively working with the obstacles that spring up in front of us, by enlivening our joy and applying diligence, we will find the way forward. This is important. It's not just about sitting and noticing what's arising in the moment. It's about noting what's happening and acknowledging what obstacles are arising and then applying remedies. Joyful effort is the remedy for laziness, idleness, and defeatism. Of course, you will understand this, not because I say so, but because you have direct experience of it. So this week, I invite you to practice joyful effort and see how it changes your practice and your everyday lives. And don't forget to access the guided meditation on the podcast member page at www.patreon.com forward slash your mindful life. That's www.patreon.com dot com forward slash your mindful life, all one word. Also, beginning June 7th, join me for a four-week class on love. Each week, we'll explore a different aspect of love, including loving kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. We'll practice together, listen to little talks on top on the topic and share experiences. This class will be live on zoom. So book today by going to www.yourmindfulpractice.com and click book a class and know that in the show notes, I will put the links. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you and the people behind the scenes that make the podcast possible. Gorgias Romero for original music, audio engineering, and production. Bill Rafferty for technical web support. Ali Allen for logo and podcast cover design. And Margaret Haas for announcing the show. Be well, be mindful.